Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars, your host here, Rhonda Holman, with episode number 10. Ah, we made it into the double digits. Super excited. Thank you guys. Quick shout out for all the love and feedback about this podcast. I wouldn't be me without you, and we are totally banding together as a dental assistant tribe to do better and be better, and I am privileged to be a part of it. So without further ado, let's talk about this week's episode, shall we? I want to talk about some of my tips, tricks, and pearls that I can share with you guys about being a rock star dental assistant and a rock star chairside mommy, so stay tuned. Did you know you can have your cake and eat it too? What? Here's what I know. If you became a dental assistant and already had children, you're a rock star. You have the prime ingredients uh, for being the best dental assistant ever. You guys are able to multitask. You're managing your time, managing money. Like you, I can't even fathom having gone to dental assisting school uh, with children. So huge shout out to anybody that already had children before they became a dental assistant. But for the other ones that maybe decided to start their families after they were already in the career field, I'm going to share a couple of my tips with you and see if that maybe they help. Um, I'm going to talk about pregnancy first. Uh, When you have decided that you want to expand your family, it is okay to continue working full time. Unless there's like certain career fields where the strenuous activity is just, you know, like a deep sea diver or who knows, I'm not quite sure (laughs) which career fields aren't really conducive to, you know, growing life inside your stomach. Um, But it's okay if you guys don't feel comfortable while you're pregnant performing radiographs or uh, treating patients with nitrous oxide. The, The studies and the science is, you know, it's not really indicate you know, indicating that any irreparable damage will happen to the growing fetus. However, it is up to you. I want you to be completely comfortable if you've decided to have a family and work full time on procedures that you're doing. I personally, I was fine taking radiographs with both of my pregnancies. Um, however, I didn't treat nitrous oxide. Um, I just, I have got luck lucky and there was another dental assistant who would kind of take over we would swap out if somebody was pregnant at the time and then they would just treat all the nitrous oxide patients um and if you are working throughout your pregnancy make sure that you take it easy don't do anything strenuous always have a buddy (laughs) another dental assistant there hopefully who will pick up stuff for you because when you get to the later parts of your pregnancy and anybody I've ever worked for can attest to this. I, <laughs> my last child was 10.8 pounds. So that last four weeks at work, it was rough. Like I literally couldn't reach my toes. Uh, but the girls were so amazing. And anytime they heard something hit the floor, they would always come running and help me pick it up. <laughs> those are one of those things you don't even think about. Like it just, it's annoying. You're like, I can't get to it. Like there's a, a, a flowable on the floor and it's just there staring at me and it takes forever to get to it. (laughs) Uh, And then I also noticed that, uh, you know, the the earlier part of the pregnancy, I didn't really see many changes as far as my workflow. But of course, you know, as you develop in size, (laughs) things get a little trickier. And also, I used to overheat all the time towards the end part of my pregnancies. So my husband was so amazing. He got me one of these towels where you get it wet and you snap it. 
and it cools off instantly. So I would just uh, tuck that around my neck under my scrubs. And then in between patients, <laughs> you could always find me with my head in the freezer. <laughs> so luckily, uh, the practices that I was at during my pregnancies had the top freezer. Uh, so I would go into the break room <laughs> and just stick my head in the freezer. And it was an amazing tool to cool down in between patients. Um, so I don't know if that would help or not, but it was it was pretty amazing for me. Um, okay, let's say you have made it to the end of your term and you're ready to go to maternity leave. I know that every state, every region is different as far as what maternity leave is allowed. Um, I know when I was um, having my children, it was six weeks and it was adorable because <laughs> so the first pregnancy, I was devoted to the idea that I was going to be a stay home mom. Like I was going to do it and it was going to be amazing. So as I left the practice um, to deliver the child, <laughs> I think I made it four weeks, maybe it might not even have been that. And I called my doctor and I said, okay, it's like, maybe this stay at home mom thing isn't for me. What do you think if maybe I can come back, you know, part time, a couple hours, maybe a couple days a week. And she was amazing. She's like, you know what? Even if I only get to have you a little bit, it's better than not having you at all. Oh, she was, uh, See, that, but that's what makes a great boss. Um, so I did. I dabbled for like a week and then I was back in full swing. I couldn't do it. Like my passion for teeth and dentistry is so strong that I knew I could do both. I tried to do one, but I had to do both just for my sanity, <laughs> if you will. But, you know, you can take your six weeks and then come back, you know, and you can always do what I did is if you can't make it six weeks, <laughs> you know, do dabble a little bit before you go back full time. And also it's a great indicator too. If you are able to sustain the stay at home mom thing, if you're having some doubts towards, you know, the one to two month marker after you have your child, do what I did. Just go in part time and see, you know, is this something that I'm definitely going to miss? Is this something I don't feel like uh, it's not like riding a bike where you jump back on and you totally know how to do it. Um, so if you're worried about losing your skills, you can always tell them that you'll be like a standby assistant and take, you know, over for sick days or just a, just a sub as needed. So I hope those tips helped, uh, with pregnancy on the job. Now it's time to share my tips about going back to work as a dental assistant with the child. Um, unfortunately, there's not a lot of opportunities to take your children to work nowadays. Uh, actually, probably ever as a dental assistant and still be productive. So you're going to want to find child care services. And there's two primary options. There's in-home child care services or there is child care facilities. And there's pros and cons to both. I know that if you choose uh, in-home childcare facility with a person, like they're not accredited um, and you just basically drop, drop your child off at their house <laughs> and they're amazing because they're like a second mom half the time. I know that's how I was raised um, a majority of the time. I had two full-time working parents and so the first couple of years I spent in a childcare facility and then the, the, the latter part of my childcare needs were delivered by in-home um, services. So the pros are, it's just 
a lot of times it's one-on-one, -on -one, which is pretty neat, or one or a one-to-three ratio, something like that, where you got quality attention. Uh, you were less likely to get sick because you're not around, you know, a lot of children. So you're just going to this home every day. The cons would be as if they had to take a appointment or they got sick, then you'd have to have backup because, you know, they're your primary caregiver while you're at work. Um, but there's, there's amazing, I mean, the benefits from having an in-home child care service. Uh, just because the restrictions aren't there, like you get to actually, your child will grow up as if they were at home, but with a different parent <laughs> during those eight hours or 10, if you're a dental assistant, usually. Um, if you take your child to a childcare facility, that has a lot of pros and cons as well. The pros being they're usually always open with the exception of major holidays, but they have multiple staff members, so they're extremely reliable. Um, the cons would definitely be the illness. Uh, you know, your child has basically no immune system when they're born and they go into this daycare and they're exposed to all these different germs. And so <laughs> I have pink eye, uh, constant colds for a couple of years. Like it's actually beneficial to the child later on because they've grown up, you know, have already gotten sick so many times that their immune system is a rock star. But, um, Here's the one tip I would give you if you decide, regardless if you decide to do an in-home child care service or if you go to a child care facility, make sure it's close to your office. There are so many beneficial factors to having child care close to your office. One, <laughs> when you are running late at the end of the day and you've got your checklist to get done and you're, you know, you're just not going to make it there by five or six or whatever the cutoff time is for that facility... If they're close, you can literally like run out five minutes before and then be there to receive your child without having to worry about late fees. It's crazy some of these fees that they charge if you are late even by a minute. I think uh, I know a girl in Florida and she says it's $5 a child for every minute after the pickup time, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Um... So it, it's good with cost. And it's not only good with cost. Like, I know every time that um, I would have a small child and they would go into the daycare area, I would make sure that it was close to the office. Uh, so not only was it beneficial for if I was running late, because they're right there and I don't have to go out of my way to get there and then drive, you know, either retrace my steps to get back to the office. But it was great for bonding. I loved it. So I would drop my child off in the morning, I'd go work, on my lunch break, I would go to the daycare and I would sit with them and snuggle them and it was a great way to connect, especially if you're breastfeeding, because um, then you can get that big primary feeding in and pump and have, you know, some fresh supplies for the child too while you go back to work. So I don't know if those help, but that's my story and uh, they were, you know, it's to each their own. But it's at least somewhere to start when you're trying to decide. So let's fast forward a few years. You go from infancy to school age children. It kind of morphs a little bit. Um, so what I want you to do is when you are at that place where your children are getting ready to go into school and you have 
desires about what you want out of your mm, parenthood (laughs) responsibilities, if you will. Like say you want to be an active member in the PTA or you uh, have a child who wants to do extracurricular activities like baseball and soccer and track and dance, gymnastics. I mean, you name it. There's tons of stuff for kids to do, but uh, that a lot of them will start during the workday. So make sure you have that talk with your boss, your dentist. You tell them, okay, so in the next few years, I want to be able to dabble in both. I want to be your rock star dental assistant, but I also want to give a little bit more time to the kids and just prepare them. You know, say, I, I, I imagine that at some point I'll probably need to shift my hours so that I can be there for the after school pickup and, you know, therefore being able to have the flexibility to run the children from here to A to B to C. Um, that way they have a heads up. And I, <laughs> I have the best job in the world right now. I got, I got so lucky. I'm like in the two percentile of dental assistants being able to work part time. Uh, my current hours are Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 9 to 2. Um, my children, or I have one school-age child right now. I, I still have a five-year-old who's in preschool. Uh, but the the ability to be able to drop them off in the morning, go to work at 9, get to get my dental assisting on, doing like my favorite thing in the whole world, and then leave at 2 so that I can pick them up by 3. So <laughs> it's like the gold standard for dental assistants. Like it doesn't happen very often. I was really shocked when my my current employer said, okay, you can't give us full time, but we will take part time. And uh, it, was, it was the perfect mix of what they needed and what I needed. So uh, that doesn't happen all the time though. Um, in the real world, you are expected to work at least four days, 10 hour shifts, um, I know some offices fluctuate on the hours and days. Um, but with with that being said, that's kind of a, a pro to making sure that you tell them, okay, this is what I want out of the next few years. And if you're a true integral part of the team, all of the staff members will understand. They won't resent you for leaving early or coming in late. They understand that there are different aspects of each person's life there's timelines and as long as you prepare them for it and you guys have it talked out and if it doesn't work that's okay there's probably other options for you um, to either compromise on the activities that you need to be involved in or maybe even find another position that would suit your schedule better if you know you you can have both is what I'm trying to get to I suppose (laughs) you can do both you can be a mom and a dental assistant and you can do amazing at it. And and there's always room to wiggle. And there's always going to be that little voice in the back of your head saying, you're losing quality time with your child. Don't work. Or it could be like, you know, a family member that is that voice. But if it's something that you want, you want to be a career woman, you can do both, especially with dental assisting. Like it's the perfect field that gives us the ability to be great at both. So those are my tips for the day. I hope they helped as always feedback. If you guys have any tips of your own, let's share them. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to DA Rockstars. As always, let's band together as a tribe of dental assistants. We're going to do better and be better, and we're going to share. So if you guys have any pearls of your own to share, feel free to like our Facebook page, DA Rockstars, and shoot me a message, and I'll be sure to get you on the podcast. But until next time, keep on suctioning.